So if I'm waiting for perfection to even become a product manager, you're failing before you even begin. Does that make sense? Like if you are waiting to be perfect, if you're waiting, and this is, this is my therapist would giggle because I am a perfectionist and I'm realizing that. So it's, it's almost laughable that I'm giving this advice as a possible fellow perfectionist, but bear with me. If you are waiting to be perfect, to even interview, to even enter the game, you're playing yourself. Let that go. You're listening to Product Manager, the podcast dedicated to creating a safe space for women in product management careers. From transitioning into product to a deep dive into the first few months on the job, our hope is to provide an authentic look into product management from a woman's perspective. And I'm your host, Blair Presley. Let's dig in. As we usher in 2023 with great expectations, great hopes, let's take a quick moment to unpack what we're leaving in 2022 in years past. So I have in this episode, I think like just three quick points that I just want you to consider as you're thinking about how you will actively pivot and how you'll transition into product management this year. Like what are some habits that you may be doing, you may be guilty of, myself included, that we are just going to leave. We are deciding to let go. Listen in, let me know what you think. I can hardly believe that it's 2023 already. It's like a sign that I just continue to age. I just continue to get older. It's been three years since the start of COVID. My stepchildren are almost grown-ups, which is weird. Um, This year marks 12 years that I've been in product management. It's been three years since I launched the Sprint program, which is nuts, um, but also really exciting. If I look around my me and probably you too, prices are increasing. And I don't know, I just hope your salaries are increasing too. As I think about what the new year holds for us, I can't help but think about what we're leaving behind and what we're leaving in 2022, hopefully with like joy, starting with fear and freaking stutter stepping, okay? There have been a lot of situations that may make you want to reconsider a career shift because of the degree of unknowns that we've endured over the last few years, whether it was, you know, the pandemic, finances, inflation, like the election, you name it. There have been a lot of changing things in our environment that have been unsure and may have caused you to be pretty cautious. And as a result, you've been sitting on the sidelines for a bit, allowing fear, for being honest, to drive some pretty major life choices for you. Guilty. There have been things that I can cite in my life that I've wanted to do, that I've had what I believe are great ideas for, that I have sidelined for fear or for a lacking ability to see or to know how it would all pan out. So like I'm the type of person that 
once I have a vision and I know how to get from A to B, it's just a matter of executing. But when there seems to be like a barrier or break in my vision from A to B, I I retreat, I cocoon until I can figure it out and then it's go time. But in hindsight, that it's it's so limiting. It's actually ironic. The this podcast is an example of that. It's something I sat on for at least a good year before I actually executed. And now I can't help but think about the people I could have reached or that we could have reached together had I done it sooner. Flaws and all. But anywho, I digress. As you are sitting on the sidelines. Meanwhile, there are still a ton of people who have discovered a new career in product, whether they were like customer success managers, project managers, implementation managers, consultants, etc. They've been able to put fear aside and accomplish a really big goal for themselves. For me, it feels like double dutch. Bear with me on this imagery here, but I imagine two ropes that are turning in sync. One could be fear. The other could be like the economy or what other other element that is kind of scaring you or a concern for you at the time, right? Like one is fear. One rope is fear. The other is just pure uncertainty, right? And they're constantly turning And you're trying to figure out where you fit in or how you can get in without getting slapped in the face by one of the ropes. But sitting still is not going to be your best bet to accomplish what you want. So, yeah, I'm hoping that we're together. If we were in person, we'd like fist bump over leaving that in 2022. Another thing that we're leaving in 2022 is undervaluing what we know and what we can offer. Sometimes we enter the interviewing space like far too humbly, whereby we say, I'm not a product manager because like insert whatever insecurity here. Um, But the reality is no one has the product manager title like out of the gate. Everyone transitioned into product some kind of way, right? And we all, at some point, had to literally use the skills that we had to make the leap over, right? We grow them over time. Even PMs who have the experience um, don't have it all, right? Like I can think about my first product manager role. Yeah, I developed some skills, but like my core product skills were built in time. So if I'm waiting for perfection to even become a product manager, you're failing before you even begin. Does that make sense? Like if you are waiting to be perfect, if you're waiting, and this is this is my therapist would giggle because I am a perfectionist and I'm realizing that. So it's it's almost laughable that I'm giving this advice as a possible fellow perfectionist, but bear with me. If you are waiting to be perfect, to even interview, to even enter the game, you're playing yourself. Let that go. If you're considering product management coaching to help you to land a product role and aren't quite sure if it'll work for you, listen to the real stories of past clients. 
The problem I was trying to solve through coaching was finding a practical way to transition into a tech or a product role. Through Blair, I had someone who I could talk to um, about the problems and these challenges in depth. She gave me a very personal, unique, um, thorough and intimate experience. For me, I personally felt like I didn't have enough experience to be a product manager, but she really made me realize that I did. Coaching has had a huge impact on my career. Through coaching, I developed so much self-confidence and so much value. I started appreciating my time at work more. I started critically thinking about what I really want in my career and how I want to approach it. Now I'm in a place where I'm so happy with the people I work with. I love what the company does. I love the benefits that come with working in a good cultured company. I got my dream job. I'm a product manager now. I'm also making double what I used to make. I wish I knew about this specific coaching through Blair a lot sooner than I found out. I would definitely recommend Blair Bestie to anyone. She's played the most pivotal role in my professional career. If you want to learn more, visit BlairPresley.com slash Sprint to get the rest of the scoop. And while you're there, set up some time on my calendar to learn more about how the Sprint program can help you to pivot into product. Let's just say that you're a customer success manager and you talk to users all the time about their goals, their preferences, their barriers, and show them how to use your product better, chances are you've engaged in user interviews far more than you know, and it is totally transferable into product management. If you're a growth marketer and you're familiar with running an A-B test and analyzing data and making decisions about a product, which could in turn change how a product is developed, I mean, how much more product-y could you be, right? Like, you just haven't had the title, so your responsibility is to find an organization that has the same problem that you are adept at fixing and find your people, okay? Take a moment as we're entering this new year to think about the skills that you have, the ones that you hone day in, day out, and start mapping those out to how they could be adequate or appropriate or transferable into product management. Think about this objectively. Take yourself out of it. Take your feelings and emotions out of it for a moment and literally think about the skills that, you know, the skills that you've honed over a period of time that may be relevant in product and focus there. What I think is that we forget that you're not going to walk into product management again with 100% of the skills. The last thing that I like for us to leave in 22 is really wasting time and money unnecessarily on courses that honestly just serve to make us feel good as opposed to being effective. Now, I know that this isn't, say, popular advice, and I don't mean to sound like the person who's saying, don't educate yourself. That's not the message that I hope to send. I'm a fan of courses, like I'm a fan of education. I love self-growth, all the things. However, it seems like this infatuation with going to taking a a coding boot camp has us in like a bit of a headlock, right? Like 
that's an archaic way of approaching this problem if you're trying to actively pivot into product management. Like that's not the the thing that you necessarily need to do to become a product manager anymore. And I feel like we've said this now for a couple of years, but you'd be surprised by the number of phone calls that I I have with clients or prospective clients that are like, but Blair, are you sure? Are you super sure that I don't need to go and learn Python right now? It's like, no, no, you don't. You really don't. What if the job that you get doesn't even like use Python? And how much time and maybe money have you wasted trying to go and learn that particular coding language? The reality is you're not likely going to learn to code because, hello, you're not becoming a software engineer. That's not the intent. That's not the job that you're interviewing for. You're actually looking to become a product manager. I think this is coming from a place of, but Blair, I have received feedback that I'm not technical, so let me go be technical. And I think we have to suss out what that means. Like, what does technical mean? And if you get that feedback, I can understand how you would say, well, let me go learn to code, but that may not be the type of technical that they need for the role. So I'm going to say a couple different things with the hope not to confuse. And I guess the first sub point that I'll make is as a PM, you need to be technically conversant, which means that you're able to have technical conversations with software engineers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be a software engineer to engage in that level of conversation. Okay. You going to learn to code helps to make you a dev. You don't want to be a dev. You just want to be conversant and you want to be conversant in a way that's relevant for the organization that you are working for or will work for. That becomes tricky because some of the courses that I see clients taking are like overkill for that point. So just be mindful of what you're actually looking to gain. And my second sub point is during the interview, if you are concerned that you're going to get that feedback of, you're not technical enough, you would do well to figure out just how technical do you need to be in the interview phase. Like, it's okay to ask that question. Like, in terms of technical expertise, what's the expectation for the role? So you can kind of get around that feedback before it even happens, okay? So the belief that you need to go code, let's leave that in 2022. I think this happens Because we read all of these stories, which are cool, don't get me wrong. I love to read them too, but we read these stories about people who have successfully successfully made the leap into product. Um, But that's their story. And the reality is that everyone's story is exact same. Your leap may look different than theirs. So while one person may have only leveraged LinkedIn by, you know, posting product content for 18 months or someone else applied to 30 roles a day, that's what works for them, but that doesn't mean that's what will work or should work for you. So the third thing, I guess, that we're leaving in 2022 is not stalling out on some of these courses that don't help uh, beget like the action that you actually desire. 
invest in the thing that will help you to create the outcome that you are looking for. So again, as we're transitioning into 2023, we are leaving fear and stutter stepping behind us. We are totally not undervaluing ourselves. We are really clear about what we bring to the table and how it is relevant to product management. And we're also focused on opportunities and coaching and courses that are designed to deliver the outcome that we desire. Thank you for subscribing and listening today. Maybe you've decided that product is your jam, but you don't have a solid plan to do it. You want to leverage your hard-earned experience as a project manager or consultant into a product role, but you can't seem to land an interview. Or worse, you're landing interviews, but can't seem to advance in them. You've been at it for six months or more and are starting to question whether product is actually even for you. Don't let your experience change the course of your career without fully exploring all of the options available to you. Today's episode is brought to you by my hybrid one-on-one and group coaching program, Sprint. And if you know that it's your time but aren't sure how to make it happen, I'd encourage you to visit blairpresley.com slash Sprint. That's B-L-A-I-R-P-R-E-S-L-E-Y. That's one S. Dot com backslash Sprint, S-P-R-I-N-T. Once you're there, you'll apply to the Sprint program by answering just a handful of questions. And within 20 minutes, you will schedule time on my calendar and you'll complete an assessment. The assessment will enable you to identify both your glows and your grows. So the things that you're already doing that are working in your favor and the elements of your current strategy that may be working against you. Stop guessing where you're going wrong. The assessment will highlight exactly where we need to improve to start getting the traction in your product pivot. Apply to Sprint ASAP. Visit BlairPresley.com slash Sprint. And I can't wait to meet you.